0: Now, Evan, wh- where where are you at?
1: Uh, I am in Waynesboro, Mississippi. Okay, okay. Which we discussed at one point, and you said you knew where that was at, and I was shocked, because usually I have to tell people somewhere bigger, you know. Uh, but
0: Evan, born and raised <laughs> in Mississippi till I was 25, so I know where Waynesboro
1: is. <laughs> yeah, middle of nowhere, man. But I'm here.
0: I know. I know all the good places: Waynesboro, Buckatowana. That's you know right. Bucca Tawana? That's
1: right. It's right down the road, man. I can could, I could get to it in just a few minutes.
0: That's right. <laughs> soso?
1: I don't think I know about Soso. Soso's,
0: <laughs> So-so's out from uh, Laurel, I think.
1: Okay, okay. Laurel's actually kind of like coming back a little bit their downtown oh, did- area has got a lot of art and like a lot of fucking like it's pretty cool well they got a tv show now yeah that helped the, the yeah the, the hgtv show definitely helped
0: apparently uh, that's a big thing because yeah people are talking about downtown it's it's it looks great
1: it, it is it's really nice yeah they've got it got it nice down there. there's cool new businesses opening up and stuff and
0: it's, 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 yeah it's, you know they've had electricity nice for set. at least five years now
1: yeah <laughs> maybe six even. yeah uh COVID hurt them a bit. They had they had a cool some cool businesses that closed down during COVID, but some of them are coming back. Uh the one I miss is there was a brewery down there that had some some solid beer and like some solid live music acts that would come through and I liked hanging out there, but that COVID got that it's a barbecue place now, so I don't know if that one's coming back.
0: Would well, you ever <laughs> go to uh Southern Prohibition in Hattiesburg?
1: I never, I never been.
0: It's a great great yeah, great spot. Great beer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they got food and then, yeah, they have branched out. So they've been, um, they were, the guy who was a business partner in Keg and Barrel in Hattiesburg started this brewing company like 20 years ago and, uh, it's slowly grown, uh, to the best brewery in, in the state.
1: Man, that's badass. I'm gonna have to go down there. I haven't been there.
0: Yeah, it's good. Guys, this episode is just going to be me and Evan talking about Mississippi. It's fine.
2: <laughs> That's all Evan wanted to do when he came over here for us. He was like, "Dude, where's Clark?" He
0: came. Y'all keep owl hours. What do you want out of me?
2: Hey, for we, real. I'm fair, not a yeah. moloch.
1: I watched. I watched that 9/11 documentary with Lori at like 1 a.m. Uh,
2: yeah. What well, um, changed? You know, uh,
1: I don't know. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that this was like a, a, a 9/11 special. You know, like a TV special.
2: Very yeah, my mom a comedy age. special? My mom, yeah. who uh <laughs> has worked in the airlines her whole life, loves watching <laughs> she loves everything planes related. She loves the air. And uh she's a um new entry into the world of conspiracy theories, I think. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Lori. Okay, so welcome. 9-11 is just primed for her. And I believe we were at the, um... Haven't even made it five minutes into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so gotta, good. Gotta put that stamp of approval on here. Anyway, I, on Thursday night, we were at the ATA drinking, and uh, I believe, right, you flew in Thursday night?
1: I did, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I got there. I,
1: My plane didn't land until, like, midnight, so...
2: Yep, so I texted her at midnight, and I said, oh yeah, by the way, our buddy Evan's gonna be showing up. And she went, who? <laughs> I was like, don't worry, he's nice. And then, uh, yeah, you got the sign of approval, dude. She was like, Did "Dude, I? Evan, he's a nice Southern boy." That's what she said about you.
1: That's hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, we we had we. I felt like we were friends by the time you guys got home. You know, we chilled.
2: Evan, uh, this isn't a joke. You're one of the most gentle people I think I've ever met, and I was shocked that you were like a foot taller than me when you came th- in too. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. That I don't think I've ever been called gentle, but I like that. I like that uh, that compliment.
2: Well, I don't know. You look like you you have some hidden strength. Also, uh, Evan, he has a very fixed vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you do. You have a very um, uh, your aura is very greeting. Ooh, you have okay. a greeting aura. Okay. Uh-oh. uh Oh, my my
1: aura is very. That's, I'm trying to like, I don't think I've ever been told that. I've been <laughs> called things like similar to gentle, at least, but not that's that's a new one. I like that. My this is how the
2: whole festival went, by the way. I was hanging out with <laughs> Evan the whole time and I kept saying things. And he's like, dude, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> no, Evan, I think this is true, though. I, uh, well, he, does, I, he doesn't know how to speak California. I don't know what it is about the Mississippi boys, but I end up like liking them because I hung until out with Until you hate them. I know. Until I get to really know them.
1: That's right. So, I got to make sure I keep a little bit of
2: distance yeah. there. You
1: never truly get to <laughs> hey, know Hey, Evan, people,
2: you know? I fucking tried. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I tried. Evan kept saying like, oh, you know, I'm in my shack. Is that where you are right now? Is this the shack in Mississippi? This is the
1: shed. Yeah, this is the shed.
2: Okay, um, the shed. Now, the shed. Yeah. it doesn't look that bad, though.
1: It's I mean it's you know It's I, a shit. See the best part of it. There's like all kinds of my mom's shit over there. Like <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. But you I you've got you viewing the best part of it. Like the part that I live in, the like cubicle sized area I live in, you know. My bed back there, my dog. Is he in is he in frame? See, t- we see oh, we, yeah. we saw a
0: tail waggy. Oh there he is.
1: Yeah, he's back there.
0: What's a the dog's name?
1: His name is Bud. Butt? Bud. Butt? Butt. No, no, Bud. I oh, okay, I got very my, excited. You know, I really <laughs> hoped you had a dog named
0: Butt It's not a bad dog name. That's an awesome name, and it's mine now.
1: I would name, name one and one butt and one or. Uh. <laughs> well, that's a lot going
0: on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole bit. Now, <laughs> so, Evan, is this? I would all... go butt hole. Oh, God. <laughs> now, are do you... you do everything in there? Because I, again, for people listening, you are the one I've been teasing about who had, uh, created the first found footage magazine. And you also have a short, you're working on a feature. You've done a podcast. You have a website. Do you do it all out of that shed?
1: It's all, it's all out of the shed, man. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, when I started doing everything, I was, I was still, uh, living in my house with like my wife and stuff, but we got divorced. And so now I'm full time in the shed. Uh, all right. And my productivity inside the shed is pretty wild, you know, because what can you do but just work on shit.
2: Now, when <laughs> you were out here, we did have a f- more than a few intimate moments, but this never came up. And you know, I I do want to mention, I don't know if I told you, I definitely told Thomas from uh, the TBR report. But my one of the highlights of the whole festival was having you and Tom sleeping on the front room floor and showing you to the internet story, which oh, man. was the It won the audience award at the first off. It's um, a short that I showed when I was faking the uh, unnamed footage festival back in the day in my garage. And it's one of my favorite little shorts. And neither of you had seen it somehow. No,
3: no,
1: it was. I had never seen it. And Thomas, who it like has has logged every single movie on Letterboxd, had not even seen it. So
2: he had not seen it. That's what I was like. Tom, are you lying to me? He has to. Yeah. Maybe he might have been having crippling anxiety. He from probably <laughs> <here>. edited it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was shocked, and I mean, I showed it to him, and he—if he was lying—he kept it up. Like he yeah, just yeah. kept the lie going.
1: It felt—I I don't think he had seen it, and it was—he liked it. I did too. We—we we were way into it.
2: Yeah, you all gotta look. It starts, in,
1: you don't see where it's going, you know. But like it—it it really goes places before it's over with. That short.
2: Yeah, it's um, a prime example of how the editor is really, like, the auteur when it comes to found footage. And uh, Adam Butcher, you know, he's still making, like, in-world camera stuff. So you got to look into him.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to watch some more of his stuff, for sure.
2: I uh,
0: I showed that to my mom. Oh, really? She hated it. Oh, what? <laughs> Only person
2: I know who it does well, not like that. Um, sure. Spoiler, it does end on a down note. I'm, your mom catches me as somebody who might be a very uh, positive.
0: It, I think, it moved at a pace that she's not comfortable with. Oh,
2: like quick? Yeah. Like not TikTok, but it was fast. It just
0: threw. It just. It didn't make sense.
2: It's too internety. We I was okay. about to say it
1: has that kind of like content feel to it. Yeah.
2: Know, that, uh, it, it definitely does. And oh god, when did that come out? It came out in 2010, and I remember it feeling pretty fresh when yeah, it came right. out. Like. It felt like it had kind of nailed that vibe, and it's con- it's only ten minutes long. Again, it's available on YouTube if anybody hasn't seen it. But we've had Adam Butcher on the show before, and the dude, uh, he, he's an auteur. Oh yeah.
0: Well, the um, we had the you showed the ARG last year.
2: Yeah, the catastrophe, catastrophe crow. Yep.
0: well thank you oh, for yeah, stopping because yeah. oh, we yeah, were about to <laughs> we were about to say it.
1: This- well, I oh, forgot like that that's the same we the same person it. who did. Catastrophe Crow, which I had seen, and I love
2: that. So, yeah, you know, there's an interesting uh, programming choice too because we showed Catastrophe Crow at a five, and um, I think it played before Deadware, the Isaac Rodriguez uh, Uh, feature. And the thing is about Catastrophe Crow as a short film, it's not the best because it's kind of a launchpad for a whole ARG that requires you to kind of be on a laptop,
1: right? But
2: You know, because he's an alum. And, I mean, the internet story is so good. Like, kind of when you make that... I don't know, if you send us something, we'll show it. I mean, it played well. Everybody got it. It, (laughs) It's super interesting how video games have their own internal logic. And in that short, uh, there's a guy playing a kind of, like, faux Mario 64. And he goes into a building, and there's nowhere to go. And I was in a row of people who were all like, oh, there's a hidden door there. And, you know, like... For no reason. It was apropos of nothing <laughs> other than like the internal game logic of oh I've played a video game before. I just right. love how the map was exactly ripped off Mario sixty four. Was it? That
0: that's the opening level. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah. see, I don't I don't fuck with three D platformers. Dude, Mario sixty four <laughs> is the best Mario
2: that ever it's a, was. It's a
1: great game. I have hundreds of hours of that. When I was like five years old, that was my I rush up from school and jump on some Mario
2: 64. Uh, I felt betrayed when it came out. <laughs> I was like, get get rid of that third dimension. I loved it. I hated it, dude. I'm And I'm serious. Even now, I'll go into like Xbox Arcade, and I get like all the 2D platformers, but I don't fuck with the 3D. I've been fucking around with Doom. Oh,
1: really? really? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
2: It's pretty fun. Why?
0: Because <laughs> it was $2. Okay. <laughs> Dooms a little bit too fast paced. Like, it's, it's very fast paced. Yeah, dude, I tried to play the new one when it came out, like what five years ago, whatever.
2: Oh, my eyeballs were bleeding. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan. It's too much. Actually, it's funny. I've been trying to pressure Evan into re-downloading Dead by Daylight.
1: He he has, and I've, I've <laughs> he, I'm sold. I mean, I bought I I have the game, and I bought the Ghostface skin and stuff, and like I was, but I just never played it. So like I deleted it. But if like if I had some people to play with, I would. I would fuck with that by Daylight again.
2: Okay, you know, we went on a weird tangent here. And um, one, you got to redownload it because I play around 11 p.m. or midnight uh, Pacific time. So yeah. I I don't know what the hell. You're two hours ahead, but I feel like you're I up am, later than I am. I,
1: I was going to say, I'm, I'm kind of a night owl, so that's that would be fine. You know, I play a lot of Hunt Showdown around those hours. I really like that game. Uh,
2: good then then it's gonna be me you and the east bay cinematographer Jasadi Perkin, <laughs> perkins too i've Hell also yeah. i got him playing but he um he gravitated toward the dark side and he's been playing the killer a lot
1: oh okay okay that's tight
2: yeah you gotta that's use those skins shit, you dude. paid for man you know like i
1: dude, paid like seven dollars I... for Ghostface. i'm gonna play some killer for sure see you fucked
2: up <laughs> Because they had a battle pass where at the end of it, um, you could get the scary movie mask for Ghostface. Oh,
1: that's nice. With the tongue sticking out. Yeah. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, and you missed it. You fucked up. Great.
1: I I was busy making the inverts. Jasadi is in that too, man. Jasadi all over the
2: place, dude. Yeah, the inverts. Jasadi is playing a uh, conspiracy theorist in there. And it's funny that without any direction, he nailed it perfectly. He's too close in the camera.
1: Spot on.
2: Did you notice he put a gun in the background?
1: Oh, yeah. I saw the gun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I saw it, man. Incredible. It was perfect.
2: Dude. Yeah. It was really good. Anyway. All right. Let's let's get back to where the tangent happened. Now, you mentioned uh, before moving into the creative shed. That you you had a regular life with a wife. Now here's the thing. Now Oksana's mentioned that before. Now, did you do the podcast with her?
1: Uh no, I did uh the podcast while like during that time when I was still living there, but I didn't do the podcast. She did some streams with me sometime. I used to stream on Twitch a whole lot and uh and she she did some streams with me sometimes, but we never did the podcast together. That's okay. always been me and Nick, my friend Nick Schneider.
2: All right. Personal question. But Evan, what the fuck did you do to ruin this relationship? What
0: are you doing? (laughs) Are you serious?
2: No. You
1: fucking idiot.
2: You're like you're lucky Clark's here because I would be. Jesus. I'm like, what the hell happened? No, we actually
1: like we we uh, me and my ex get along better now than we did then. Like we're better friends. We're just we're better friends than we are, you know, like husband and wife living in the same house, I think.
2: Excellent answer, Evan. Move on. See, Clark doesn't want to get to the juicy shit. I'm like, we're going to bring Evan on here. That's his shit. And we're going to corner him. Why is this show turning into Ricky fucking (laughs) like? I had somebody out there. Lock your shed door. If you tried to leave right now, you couldn't.
1: I'm waiting, I'm, gonna- on, I'm waiting on him to be like, all right, and guess what? We have her here right now. <laughs> We're about to bring her out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're not the father. <laughs> so, okay, well, let, let's start at the beginning. How, how the hell did we end up meeting you? I think the first time I remember an Evan Jordan popping up was when we did UF 24 Hours. That's right. And then, so did you just tune in as like a found footage weirdo or?
1: Uh, Yeah, I heard about it like the day, like I heard about it like six or seven hours before it was supposed to begin. And I'm like, I guess I'm not going to sleep for like the next 30 something hours. Like I'm doing this. Uh, So I got my ticket and I was all in. I was there. I think I did end up sleeping for like two hours during it at some point.
2: Um, You motherfucker. But I thought
1: I, I got up because I didn't want to miss any movies. <laughs> you
0: know? Also, how many stars do you give Space Clown?
1: Uh, I don't, I mean, honestly. at He's the, on at
2: Letterboxd. The, we can find it.
1: You can find it. At the time, I, I think I had it. I gave, I used to give everything a five. I there didn't rate go. shit, like, for real. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've probably lowered it since when I redid my rating. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> Not with Space Clown. Wait, um, okay. So you've kind of gone the, the reverse, uh. uh like your relationship with rating things on Letterboxd has changed. How come you went from just being the loving Evan that I know and giving everything a five (laughs) to being the the judge and jury of cinema and being critical?
1: I I don't, I still in my heart feel like (laughs) I like everything, even if I give it like a low rating. Like usually there's things I like about those movies, but I felt like since I was trying to do like, criticism on my website through through void video i was like writing reviews for things i wanted people to like you know take my because i don't put that much stock in a score i read the fucking review and read what somebody says about a movie because that's yeah. what you should do uh but people put a lot of stock in star ratings so i wanted to make sure they took my rating seriously i guess you know for for lack of a better description like
2: dang that's that's funny. I've actually gone the reverse, like with anything that we've programmed at the Film Fest, I've decided I'm just going to give it a five because like what? Yeah, like if I went in there and I'm like, you know, honestly, this was the movie I didn't want to program and I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to give it the two and a half. Why don't you just give it the heart? <laughs> what is that? That's a cop out. How is that a cop-out? Because I want to help
0: them. You say cop-out, I say professionalism. (sighs) A heart? What does that mean? That means that you don't rate it like Sean Baker, who's a professional. Then why give it a
2: heart? (laughs) Which means you're
0: you're giving some sort of signal. You're like, hey, watched it, liked it.
2: You're like, this movie's bad, but I can't tell you. Hey, recommend. (laughs) Except I don't like it.
0: No, Watch no, it no, and, no, 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 uh, no. You I give it a heart.
2: No, it's yeah. speaks yeah. volumes. It's kind of like, what'd you think of the movie? And then somebody goes, hmm. It's like that, you know what they mean. I, I mean, give it a heart. You- a heart doesn't mean meh. Eh. Not, it, well, if it okay. does, you need couples if, if you give everything a heart, yes. and then you don't put any star ratings, I agree. But if you're rating everything with star ratings, and then you give one thing a heart with no stars, that says a lot. I think it says a lot for you to even come up with that scenario. (laughs) Because I don't know know what the hell you mean. That's a regular person thing. (laughs) That's what happens when you hang out with people. They start to read your bullshit. And I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, do it all the way and help them with the five star. And I can see Space Clown needs the help, so I, I'm going to be going on there and giving it a fuck. Now I can. <laughs> now I feel it.
1: like I need to go raise my Space Clown
2: rating. No, no dude, like, look, yeah. it's, it's funny because the activity from my friends—they clearly are taking Clark's advice.
0: I love how the the star rating of Space Clown on Letterbox is fluctuating like Dow Jones right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's averaging at a two point four um we can bump it up to a 3.2 two. by the end of the night boys <laughs>
2: What? this can't be right what no i'm just looking it says there's one five star review was it me can i can me? i oh no it, I wasn't it, was I <laughs> oh. it wasn't me it was jip jip
1: jip it wasn't me he said i gave it a heart i didn't rate it <laughs>
3: Here,
2: here's the thing um i am woefully behind on my letterbox Damn. thing. This oh, is I one know. of those whenever I have free time, I one of the things I tell myself is like, oh maybe I should jump on letterbox and start rating movies
0: again. Do you keep
2: any other diary of your films other than letterbox? I what I do no. What I do yeah. is Oksana literally has a journal mm-hmm. that she writes down everything. Thank God. Thank you, Oksana, who's not in the <laughs> room right now. But um, she has been going back and actually doing it. So whenever I have a little bit of energy, I'll pull up her reviews, her diary, and I'll just copy it. But the thing is, I feel like I have to write something. Like like Evan said, it's really about like, you know, verbalize something there. I can't just do a star. I don't know why. It's stupid. I should just do a star rating.
1: Sometimes I just do a star in letterbox, to be fair, but but letterbox is more for me, kind of. Yeah. You know, like than it than it is. Like I I definitely like I try to keep the star ratings, like I said, comparable to what I do on the website, but it's mostly for me to, like, categorize. Remember what I've seen, what I haven't, you know, how much I generally liked something. If I don't write something, it's okay, but I try to put something if I can, you know?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at your short film on here. dude. It's doing pretty good on Letterboxd.
1: Yeah, it's doing well so far. Uh,
2: Yeah, we had a, um, I'm not going to go too behind the curtain here. Well, there was an inside joke floating around during the film fest that one of the uh, people who wanted to do press had reached out and given uh, <laughs> one of our workers shit about not having all of our features on Letterboxd, like logged. Mm-hmm. And It was actually a short film. But they went on there, and so they complained that one of the movies wasn't available. The minute it went up, went on, gave it a one-star review, and trashed it. And I'm like, that's what you you were waiting? wanted it there? Dude, (laughs) I'm like, God, man, you got nothing else to use your energy on?
1: They've came up, though. Once the fest happened, you got real ratings in there, you know? So they all came up. Uh,
0: I mean, you know, people want a platform
2: one way or another.
0: Yeah. And I think that's how it goes.
2: You know what? I'm pulling up Tinsman Road right now. I followed because,
1: Robbie's orders on Tinsman Road and did not give it a star rating because he told and, he specifically said, don't give it a star
2: rating. So yep, I give it a heart.
1: I did. I gave it a heart. That's right. There we go. <laughs> and See, okay. He gets it.
2: I agree. I agree. In that situation. Perfect. But he also put, don't say anything because after today, don't this, think- this cut will never be shown again. He did a bye-bye man. Right. He said he already edited it before, yeah. before we even watched it. So he's like, this is the only time this cut of this movie will ever be shown sick So he was just like, please don't, don't weigh, you know, pro or negative right. based on this. Yeah. And then I pull it up, and the first thing is saw so working cut it of six. <laughs> 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 All right, is that someone we know? Um Is it Jip Jip? No, not J- Jip Jip's a good guy. I love Jip. He's just What's throwing this- out five stars.
1: I think I know who that is. Do, I, do, we, do we put this first? On no, I'm not going to
2: say it. Yeah. Any- who, Jip Chip? Mean, Chip?
1: <laughs> no, I Chip? don't know who Jip Chip, Chip is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Randy, do you know Jip Chip, Chip? No idea. Jip <laughs> mm, Chip, Chip. Yeah, fuck. Oh, that's so lame. Why did they review it? Anyway, A few yeah. Inverse- wrote some
1: things, though.
2: I saw that. Um, yeah, so when we first met you, uh, well, I guess you you showed up in there, and um, what did you think of the F twenty four hour?
1: Oh man, I was all about it. I loved it. I, I I like. I had a great time. That was the first time I ever saw Descent into Darkness, which changed me forever. Uh, <laughs> As it uh, has us all. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite movies to show people now. Because oh boy, I, take, I love it.
0: Take that easy. Take that easy, Evan. <laughs> Now gonna get a whole lot more people into the shed.
2: Showing oh, well. them that. Hey, let's meet in the shed and watch a movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing once I meet like a movie friend is to like once I get to know their taste, a the little drop descent into darkness on them, you know, if they haven't seen it. And uh, sometimes they they're into it. Sometimes they don't talk to me again. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were watching off twenty four hour, were you in the shed?
1: Uh, No, I was not in the shed at that point. I was in the house at that point.
2: Uh, (laughs) And then after Uff, you you moved to the shed.
1: Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe there's more lines to be drawn here than I thought. Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I swear, when we were hanging out that weekend, I thought you said you stayed up for the whole thing.
1: Well, I, no, because remember, I I went to sleep for, like, I I say two hours. It probably wasn't realistically two hours. probably, like, an hour, hour and a half, because I slept through... (laughs) Like the shorts, or two that played before Dwellers and most of Dwellers, Uh, and then I woke up at like the ass end of Dwellers, uh, and which Samuel Pierce refers to as Chud.
2: The director of Dwellers also refers to it as Chud. I refer to it as the movie that was made with uh, stolen porn money, stripper money, stripper, stripper money. I hate to. uh, to besmirch her career indeed or strippers or strippers (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude okay
1: i did watch dwellers though later you know uh so i have seen dwellers now that's so i i I filled in the only gap i had during the 24 hour
2: cool you know i really just wanted people to torture their bodies and punish their minds like i did as the only person who stayed oh, up God, for f- I know. 42 you, hours.
0: God, when you do that <laughs> stupid bro shit, it's fucking nah. gross. <laughs> <sighs> that was a quote. It was, was a clip. He <laughs> that, was, that was at, at,
2: at 27 hours away. Dude, <laughs> there was a I, moment. There was a moment where I thought I was fading and then I forced my way through it and then I couldn't go to sleep. So it wasn't like all like uh, bravado towards the end. I feel like when we I I ordered
0: McDonald's at like seven a.m. and that gave us a second whip.
1: Mm. Oh, there's nothing like some early a.m. McDonald's to really bring you back to life. That was it.
2: So were you uh, were you a found footage guy? You must have been prior, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've like I'm trying. I guess my obsession with found footage was was born around the same time a lot of people of my age range was, and that's when. The paranormal activity phenomenon swept the nation, you know, uh, and it's crazy to me that I've talked to people about this since that that movie like was a was a post word of mouth marketing movie that had just the most insane word of mouth marketing. Like everybody was fucking talking about that movie. It felt like where I, where at least where I lived around the time it came out, and like a, like a, you had to see it kind of thing. And then you saw the commercials on TV with the people fucking. And they never even oh, yeah. show you the movie. They just show you the yeah. audiences being fucking terrified. And you're like, I want to see what's on the screen. I want to <laughs> see what they're seeing. And, <laughs> Evan, do and, you know uh, where I
0: saw that movie? Where? At the Grand 18 in Hattiesburg. Did you? No way, man! Yes, I've, I did. I've been to
1: so many movies at the Grand 18. I love it. That was it. It was, it was it was
0: pretty new. It was pretty new then. And it was at, at, we saw a midnight showing. That was the nice. first showing midnight. I don't nice. have any of those left in
1: me. <laughs> not a single one. Man, the Grand is like the, the the nicest theater around here now. They did a remodel and stuff, and they got like, it's sick. They have like a uh, full bar and like, you know, reclining seats, and it's, that's,
0: it's that's nice. That's what you got to do to stay in the game now,
1: man. It is, man.
0: What yeah. you got to do. Yeah. You ever heard of the Grand, Russ? No. Outside, dude, outside of the state, have you ever seen a Grand? I think I've seen one in like Louisiana, I've outside not. of New
1: Orleans. I've never seen one. Is there? Yeah. There are more.
0: There are a
2: few more. Yeah, it's a small chain
0: of movie theaters in
2: the deep south. Is that where you watch Paranormal, Evan?
1: That's not. I I was at when Paranormal came out. I was living in uh, Colorado at the time, which is where I graduated from high school at. Uh, I haven't always lived in Mississippi. We, my dad worked f- uh, for Exxon growing up, so we lived fucking like everywhere. Like he moved yeah. all the time, so we. I lived in. Kansas uh, Colorado Wyoming uh, Florida Alabama Mississippi a little bit everywhere
2: all the important ones <laughs> Where, <laughs> is there one you liked in particular
1: I mean I I feel like every place has its pros and cons you know uh, I felt like I I fit in the most probably in in like Colorado because I'm just a pretty like free-spirited, kind of individual you know uh and and up there in the in the mountains of colorado they really embrace uh free-spiritedness you know so, uh,
2: <laughs> what, now what is this code for are you talking about weed
1: i mean just being like a progressive kind of person you know like the, the south's pretty old school in a lot of ways and like i'm not down waynesboro
0: with has always been known for being progressive evan oh <laughs> <Hell>
1: yeah <laughs> uh like, I, you know, I, I feel like I uh, I just my people were out there, you know, uh, and and like, don't get me wrong. I that, like I, I love the South because I've, I was born here and like I love the 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 landscape and I love the history and like everything. But I just think there's a lot of closed mindedness down here. That, like I didn't feel at all when I came to visit y'all, for instance, like, you know, it's a different vibe.
2: Just hang around. <laughs> just hang around a little more. I know. Honestly, we got a good group of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I mean, that's true. I was I was yeah. just in a bubble. You were in people, a bubble when I came out
2: there. Sure. You know. But wow. it, it is a weird bubble because um more and more there are people like you who flew out for the event. Yeah. So yeah, we got little satellite bubbles everywhere else. Um, for sure. Where where did you end up watching Paranormal Activity though?
1: I actually didn't see it until uh DVD release and and I like I I would argue that's maybe as effective or as good as watching it in your fucking bedroom in the dark by yourself, you know, like that's a good way to watch a paranormal activity movie because you're scared of your house when it goes off, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's it was awesome. It worked perfect. And then I showed all my friends the DVD. It was my it was my 2007 2008 equivalent of Descent into Darkness was like, you got to see this fucking movie, you know. Uh,
2: <laughs> now, okay. When you're bringing people over and showing them movies, do you set the mood? Do you have like a particular area? Are we doing a laptop? Like, um, what are you doing?
1: To be fair, I don't bring people to the shed to watch movies because there's nowhere. to there's, I was not implying no
2: the shed. I uh, mean, anywhere. But, when you were housed, Evan.
1: Yeah, when I was housed, Evan, I you know I had the uh, <laughs> the surround sound set up and the and I have a uh, like a sixty inch uh, uh, like LG oled tv like a nice tv you know and uh i had a good setup for that uh to bring people over and show movies um, i do have a projector now though that i've gotten recently that i'm getting set up for outside movie, oh, movie rad. viewing so i got have people over for that and i, I like that idea of, of being like outside you know just chilling with it projected on like the side of the shed uh
2: it That's works well I love it. <laughs> now what okay, a night so a nighttime projection on the side of a house in California might be a little bit different than a nighttime one in Mississippi. Now Clark has teased me with the stories of bugs out there. Oh but, yeah. So, yeah. So um is that is that gonna be a potential issue?
1: I mean, we're going to put some, uh, we're going to have to get some citronella candles and stuff to <laughs> yeah. put around yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure.
2: <laughs> no, um, what do you got? Like, because you were, man. what were you teasing me about? Like, the giant bugs that are, like, fucking out all over the place? You're talking about, you're talking about love bugs. Yeah. Oh, well,
1: well, well, there are love bugs all over the place, yeah. But yeah. that thing I showed you a picture of was a, a Dobson fly uh, that was on my door. And those things look like something from, like, a, like, like alien, you know, like some Geiger
2: shit. Yeah, a fly. fly? are those the ones that burrow in you no right they, i don't know
1: they have these like giant fucking pinchers on their head and huge long wings if oh they're yeah, gnarly yeah, yeah, they're yeah, gnarly yeah. and they're big like <laughs> the size of my hand big like very big
2: so the uh, do, do love bugs bite well,
1: no 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 okay none they're of just these, annoying none of these bite right i mean wasps we have skaters and yeah mosquitoes out the ass because i live rural you know like i live this shed i'm in is in the center of, like, a giant forest. So there's bugs out the ass out there. And, like, I'm going to have to have the volume a little higher since we're out there because we have a pond back there that's crickets and frogs, and they're so fucking
0: loud. And that's a bordello for (laughs) all sorts of creepy stuff. (laughs) Bordello of bugs? Yes, bordello of bugs.
1: Dude. We get alligators back there sometimes. Of course you do. Yeah.
0: Alligator bit my sister's
1: car. What? Yeah, that's a fact. (laughs) I've I've never had an alligator attack. I was I I was bitten by a a rabid raccoon once and had to undertake (laughs) rabies shots. Oh, that's no good. That's no
0: good. Is this the
2: game people in Mississippi play all the time? (laughs) I shot myself in the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Okay, wait. Alligator bit a car. It's a BB gun. Why? Oh, that's different. Here's (laughs) the thing. (laughs) To the
0: um, we don't know what happened. Someone theorized that an alligator bit the car. Oh, because there was punctures above the wheel well. We, uh, I don't, I don't fucking know. The body of the car was dented <laughs> above the wheel,
2: and it looked like bite marks. Okay, it was wow. crazy. All right, now why would a rabid raccoon bite you?
1: Uh. <laughs> Because I was trying to feed it.
2: (laughs) Okay. Can you confirm it was a raccoon?
1: Oh, yeah. There's a picture on my Instagram of of this raccoon. I'm like, petting it. Like, that should have been my first time (laughs) that a fucking raccoon was letting me pet it. That something might be fucking wrong with this raccoon. Dude,
0: Uh, I fucking hate raccoons. They're like, horrible. <laughs> I do too. They're
1: fucking and little the hands. <laughs> he fucking did he did he like tried to grab my feet with his little hands and oh. then he, he like bit and I was like, "Hey, what the fuck, man?" You know, like we were cool a second ago. I was petting you and feed you dog food and like fucked oh, oh. him up.
2: I'd and then he snapped bit my his foot. little he, neck. He,
1: he latched he latched onto my foot. Like real good. Oh <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have and I was his in flip-flops,
1: of course. You know, oh, being Mississippi my naturally.
2: I also was <laughs> in <so. love> flip-flops. <laughs> It, it turns dr- in that story. First, you say, bit your foot. I imagine it being cute. I'm like, okay, you got a boot on. You're living out there in the shed by the bog. <laughs> no, I and was then, no, flip-flops. you have flip flops. <laughs> you got to have yeah. your bog
1: boots, dude. <laughs> I was in, like, foot tall grass and flip flops. Just out there by the, like, dried oh, up nope.
2: pond. Yep. And- foot tall grass? Yeah. In Close alligator, they're biting cars out there and you got flip flops <laughs> on <It's true. laughs> What the fuck? We go hard down here in yeah. I mean. <laughs> And then you want to scream paranormal activity two feet away from all this. God. I that's mean it's interactive. That's definitely a Blair Witch setting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's for tough. sure. Like go back you, to the Lake Witch. Placid. God, man, Lake Placid is a banger, isn't it? Like,
2: my God, it's good. I like Lake Placid. <laughs> okay. Too. My God. Okay, so you got hooked on Paranormal Activity, and um, you end up watching <laughs> our 24 hours stream, and then you follow Over, it up the, like a
1: decade later. You know, a decade later. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, we're go- we're gonna yada 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 in the middle there, like because- Jesus. The the thing that got us. Um, I did talk? make
1: a movie in high school though, and it's on YouTube. I don't really advertise this, but I feel like this is a special occasion, so. I'll, oh boy! It, All it right. is on YouTube. All um, right,
0: the sleuths are on it, and
1: it, it's right. not it's not found footage, but it's shot like um uh what's the word that the what's the what the word what's the word the dogma people use for their cinema verite shitty it's,
2: okay cinema verite okay
1: yeah it's like you know it, so people you could it's people are following us around with the cameras it's. it's you know, All right.
2: You got me on the line. I'm taking the bait. What, what the hell is the name?
1: It's called Sherlock Holmes and the Mystery of the Magic Math Monster. It was for college oh. algebra class. Uh, and we got I'm a B. We, there's, there's, <laughs> one, <laughs> there's one line of algebra in the entire movie, and I got it off Google, but we got a B. Uh,
2: Found it. All right. Now, here's the thing. You made a short film about math in Miss in Mississippi. Where were you going? No, I was in Colorado at the time. Oh, you're in Colorado. Okay.
1: Yeah, I fire a, like a a shotgun in that movie, like a, at the lake and everything. It's pretty... You
2: know. <laughs> God damn it!
1: <laughs> it's pretty stupid, but it's pretty funny.
2: <laughs> no, it's just you know I was gonna try and uh, shoehorn in Clark's. Math horrors in here, but yeah, definitely not. I'm not <laughs> Moving along, <we> <laughs> you'll have to go back and listen to other episodes. I'll um, just say this is a
1: story I need more info on. I'm gonna have to dive in at some point.
2: You're going to, um, yeah. So, you okay? So, you walked away from the 24 hour stream and then you uh felt inspired to make a, a mini faux doc about uh Clark's character Vernon Herman Salinger.
1: That's right, <laughs> good VHS. job. Which was,
2: uh, dude, it was fantastic, man.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I, I, that just was a, uh, I cooked that whole thing up, you know, from, from idea to, to final cut within like a week. So it was very off the cuff, you know, like that I can't, because Oksana hit me up and said you needed like, you know, interstitials, like shorts to make up some of the gaps. And so I was like, all right, uh. And since it was something that was specifically for us, I was like, I should gear it towards Uff, you know, like with the events of the short. And, make and one of like the Uff. greatest
0: performances you've ever seen. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. It brought a <laughs> tear to my eye when Vernon hit the table that night. I was like, no fucking way, you know. <laughs> uh, Some of the best physical comedy I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Dude, it was great. It was perfect. Uh, and I was like, there's a story here because I know for a fact that there's no way you can kill a man like Vernon Herman Salinger. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I knew that that couldn't have been what happened. So I had to get to the bottom of it, you know, and I decided I, I was like, how do I frame this? And I was like, it wouldn't it be funny if I framed it like, like an extremist conspiracy video. And so then I whipped out the baby mask and recorded my own mouth with green screen and put over it, The you know, a uh, little, little DIY ingenuity with the effects. But, uh, but it worked, I think, and it played it played pretty well. It's pretty funny, and it's it's got a lot of in jokes. It's weird showing that short to people who didn't go to Up Twenty Four <laughs> Hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, I think for the crowd who did, it works really well. You know.
0: Well, you know, this was a curated project, like you said. So it, right. it's dude, man, you know, it's uh, it was created for a specific purpose. It knocked it out of the park. And then everyone else is figuring, what the fuck <laughs> is this up to? <laughs> hey,
1: yeah, it's fine. Exactly. It
0: serves its purpose.
1: It's great. But I kind of took that that same general style, I guess, for somewhat for the inverts. I I didn't like do it the same way again exactly, but I used that style a little bit uh, in the inverts. So it was kind. There is kind of a natural progression. Like I learned a lot doing that short, and and like it gave me a lot of ideas about how to. Press forward with, with that same, some of those same kind of techniques and do something more general, which is what I've done with that. So,
2: and you put the inverts up on YouTube, or is are you shopping that at Film Fest right I'm now? I'm still,
1: I'm still doing festival shopping right now. It just okay. got into one. I can't say which one yet because it's, it's not been announced uh, by the festival yet, but there's, I just got into a big film festival. Uh, and so, it, this is my second one after UF. So, Hoping it's I a get good into one. Some more. It's a good, it is a good one.
2: Well, how do you know? He told me off air.
1: You know, you just forgot. You just
2: forgot. Okay. I had to go to the bathroom briefly. That's that's your problem because you have a tiny urethra. I gave you, (laughs) no, I had to go to the bathroom because of the liquid. It just took me 10 minutes in there because of the tiny urethra. That's I gave you two motherfuckers rules. It said, don't talk. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly you broke the rule. Yeah. Fuck your rules, Dad. What I couldn't fuck? have said
1: that on air anyway though, so it was I had to say it then, you
2: know. No, I'm never gonna forgive hey, you. Hey Evan, you did the right thing, friend.
1: <laughs> okay, well I you was gotta- dr- I was drunk off the fact that I was like getting to actually have a conversation with Clark. I've been I've been He's trying, meeting his hero you know, today, Russell.
2: Do you understand? He's meeting his hero. <laughs> well, dude, I got a I got a real um it's kind of a bonus feature. For you, Evan, because you're a VHS okay. super fan,
3: I gotta, okay. sh- I gotta
2: shoot you a link to the Microdose podcast where Clark appeared as VHS. Oh, dude, <laughs> in, yes, in I character. Would
0: love, I would love. Can to I hear tell that. you?
2: <laughs> can I tell you? I
0: think about that appearance why fairly often. Why? Because I missed
2: an opportunity for a joke, and it drives me insane. Okay, now I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to paint the picture there but like do you want to set up like maybe behind the scenes of what was going on there why like why didn't you do the joke No I
0: just I, it um because we had been there for far too long Uh this was billed as a 20 minutes appearance Oh okay. uh, and if you remember we had a guest
2: in the room Yeah I do and it yeah I was ready to get it done Hey they were <laughs> I think they were excited to watch you perform to do the magic act that is the Clark Little yes. And again, Kush, friend of the
0: show, friend of the brand, he gets blackout fucked (laughs) up on that show (laughs) and it becomes a disaster. No, it's great. I love it. (laughs) He repeated like three questions (laughs) over 15 (laughs) minutes.
2: (laughs) He's just editing. (laughs) Not not live yeah you know what I um I need to do a better job of like sharing those podcasts because you know at this point he'll reach out and try to get like somebody from the show on or talk about us and every time we just bully him into letting me and Terrell go on there and me and Terrell just drink now too and we just argue with each other while he's there getting wasted yeah it's it's a lot of fun yeah see that's <laughs> not my definition of fun. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh well, okay. Well, you gotta watch the inverts. Uh, send us a screener or something. So yeah, do you, ha-
1: you not have it? Shit, you,
2: <laughs> I don't think you, so.
1: Oh well, you I'll, know, I'll send you guys the link to it. Is I it in the film
0: freeway? Can I still access it? No, you I didn't... didn't
1: actually submit through the okay. film freeway.
2: No, uh, he got the special treatment. That's hey, good for you. I, I did do. I did the same thing with this next
1: film festival. I didn't submit to, through film freeway for that one either.
2: Like, oh, what the? Hey, <laughs> <fuck? laughs> he's a backdoor man. <laughs> You know, um, for people listening too, Evan is the one who designed the VHS case for oh, this yeah. year too, and you did yeah. a fantastic job. You know, I actually got a couple of requests for. I um, can't see it. I don't know. Can I? Can I
0: show up, him uh, the thing behind <laughs> with all the? Oh yeah, like you
2: could turn it. Yeah, he. I think he came up here when he was oh, yeah. staying here. See all the... Yeah, you see oh, all the. Oh
1: nice. Okay, all, all the, the all the extra cases. I didn't yeah. go in there because Madeline was staying in that room. I think. Wasn't she?
2: <laughs> And she put a hex on the door. Well, no,
1: I was just like, I'm going to give her a privacy. I'm not going to go in there where she slept, you know, like, and she's got like, her Oh, he didn't come into she, the, the Holy up. sacred
2: temple. You know what? I That's weird. I swore I brought you up. No. Okay. Missed I mean, opportunity. You opened
1: the door and said, Hey, this is what this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's know. Madeline on the floor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, I've got requests to put up merch, with that utilizes that art i should have hit oh, you nice up. yeah because if you want to play i mean i hate uh people know this by now but i don't like a geometric like shape like if if you have a curvy or voluptuous body it will just distort a circle you put on there which is unfortunately our logo yeah or yeah. you know if you have the rectangle of a vhs cover it just doesn't look good yeah so no, like you, to, we
1: would need to do the edges kind of you know yeah, yeah. cloudy and kind of yeah
2: Fade. So make it thick boy friendly dude right? exactly exactly yeah um so yeah if you want to play with that yeah we should throw sure. something up there absolutely um uh randy uh ask evan a question
3: have we met before <laughs> i don't i don't think so randy i don't think we have i don't think we have uh, either
1: we've like i've 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 heard your name in passing you know
3: through yeah of course I've heard
1: rumblings, uh, but, yeah. but we've never met, so I'm I'm glad to finally meet you. I'm I'm glad Hell that it's yeah. a, that our Same. you know our first uh our meeting here is being recorded too. That feels official,
3: you know. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> got, got to uh, quote unquote monetize it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's
1: right. That's right.
3: <laughs> They're gonna find it in the black box of this show.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we crash.
0: No, that was worth it. Good job. See, I love it when I when I make Randy nervous.
2: He delivers. <laughs> He pops up, <laughs> but he comes through. Yeah, Evan definitely heard your name. He uh, came up and was like, "Who? Who is everybody talking shit about all weekend?" they were like, "Oh, it's Randy." <laughs> He's hanging uh, out in a me. tree fort on the other
3: coast. So you know, we tree hate fort Not on shed, the other coast. It's like one. It's like two states away from California. Oh, that's even worse.
2: <laughs> You're a stone
0: throw away. No, dude, Boise, Randy. Was that flight about two hours, two and a half?
3: It's like one. Oh, mama it's mia! It's a ten-hour drive, pretty much, from the Bay Area. But a one-hour flight, you say? Yeah, but planes afraid, are going it's fast. Like one twenty. Like <laughs> less. It's definitely less than two. Like way less than two. So it's probably like one fifteen, one twenty. That's a, that's a that's a puddle jumper.
2: All right, well you need <laughs> to
3: lock down that time, Randy,
2: before you just throw out numbers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My mom That's listens like- to the show, and she's very into planes. <laughs> <laughs> the Trains? flight from,
1: from, from Mississippi to Houston was only like an hour or two. Nice little short.
0: Yeah, but then you know. you're stuck in Houston.
1: Yeah, you are. Almost every time you're sitting in that fucking airport for like, hate you Houston. know, a good amount of time. I drank, it's better than
2: DFW. DFW I drank was some whiskey while I was
1: there. It made it much, much better. Well, there you
2: go. <laughs> You no, Evan, <laughs> you're here, you're slumming it with us, you're in the shed making found footage movies. When, right. when you When you were making your Sherlock Holmes and the math wizard attacks uh, Iraq, uh, were, <laughs> were you, like, did you have dreams of being a filmmaker? Is this something you've always wanted to do? I mean,
1: you know, at the time, I've always been way into movies. Like, ever since I was a little kid, I had a sick VHS collection when I was like a little kid. I was way into watching movies, you know? Uh, obviously the types of movies changed over time, but like I've always loved movies. And uh, then when we were doing the, the college algebra project, they were like, he, she wanted us to incorporate math in a non math project.
3: Oh. And so I was
1: like, this feels like a really good excuse for us to just fuck around with a camera and make a movie.
0: You know, now see, that's a, that's a trick question because every project <laughs> is a math project. <laughs> math is everything. It's everything. <laughs> I know this Uh, because I'm bad at everything because I'm bad at math. You see the math
2: there in that sentence?
0: I rest my case.
1: We'll see you next week.
2: All right. Clark got (laughs) an A just now. How come you got a B?
1: Well, well, because, you know, Clark's got what? I was was 17 at the time. Clark's a grown man, you
2: know? I'm double that, son. (laughs) Dude I can't wait to watch that movie
1: okay. And because to be fair I did no math And I'm pretty sure the teacher <laughs> knew that
2: <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure she was aware that like They did no fucking math at any point During any of this That I, he grabbed that equation off the internet And stuck it in there in a pop-up And called it good And that's <laughs> absolutely what I did So shout out to uh, to Devo My teacher at the time for, for Devo?
2: Giving
1: me a yeah, <laughs> Devo she was the coolest teacher I ever had, dude. She had like dreadlocks and stuff. She was badass, man.
0: She wore a potted plant on her head.
1: <laughs> no, she she was uh, the science teacher and math teacher, and she uh, was very cool. Very, Did she like, whip uh, it? She yeah. She we we made the like a million whip it jokes, of course. Uh, and her oh, name was Devore Wedding, which is really long, and you don't want to say that.
0: So yeah. Wedding was her Diva. last name.
1: Devor-wedding. So it's too, you know...
2: Oh, that's a lot, so, you know... Yes,
1: Devo really rolls off the tongue a lot easier, you know? So mm-hmm. we... I get it.
2: Now I understand why you liked Colorado. Because then you moved <laughs> to Wyoming, and you're like, there's no Devos out here. Only yeah, King no. Cobra.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wyoming is uh is a pretty, like, that's probably the most rugged state I've ever lived in. Like It gets fucking cold there, boys. Like, I'm talking about... <laughs> Unenjoyably fucking cold. Well, there's like six
0: <laughs> trees in the whole state, I think.
1: Yeah. And the wind is always blowing. It's yeah. never, you know, it's, and I'm not talking about like a gentle breeze. I'm talking about like the wind is blowing like 40 miles an hour, you know, yeah, or more.
2: Bad. Yeah. They could have it. I hate
1: windshield gets down to like negative 30 something in the winter. Like I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. So you had a sick VHS collection. I, I did, did as a kid. Yeah. And so, what do you want to do? Do you want to be a director an editor? Because right now, you strike me as like the guy you need to finish a project. Like you, you have that that energy where, like, even if you don't know how to do something, you'll figure it out. And when it's done, it will still be quality. You like gotta, you're
1: you got to figure it out, you
2: know? You yeah. So it just means he's the fucking professional. He's <laughs> an adult. You do your shit. I think the only thing that qualifies you as a professional is if you're getting paid.
1: No the only thing that qualifies you as a professional is if you don't apply star ratings on your letterbox. And you there you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, if, I think if you exude an air of professionalism, that makes you a professional. Thank you so much. Cool. We'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> I just, like, that's one of the core values I feel like I, I picked up during my childhood, though. It's like, if you start something, you gotta finish it. Even if you fucking hate it, you gotta finish it. You know? Like, yeah. you committed yourself to it, you should do it. So... I, I, I try to still do that. You know, if I start something, I like to see it through.
2: And uh, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to work from
1: you. But I, I like writing and directing and, and editing. I like it all. Really? I just like the whole process of like making a movie. It's like a big elaborate magic trick. And I love it. Like,
2: so how many movies do you have under your belt now?
1: I mean, if we count the one in high school, then three sure. shorts at this point, uh, If we don't, then two shorts. And I I mean, I'm almost done writing a feature. You know, I'm 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 close.
2: Yeah. So, okay, what what have you been doing with your time? Because you you turn this shit out pretty quickly in the the uh, the brief time frame I've known you, which is kind of like post of 24 hour where I feel like you've made two of the three shorts you have and you you've done your magazine, which we have to talk about before we get you off of here. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'd, we'd, we've done, and I've done the podcast too. This, all, and we like yeah. when I got divorced, we took a hiatus from the podcast. Our return episode is going to come out sometime either later this week or beginning of next week. I'm close to done editing it. And then we're going to, we got a couple banks, so we're going to be back with the podcast officially. And uh, we'll have to, we'll have to trade. You guys will have to come on there and shoot the shit with us. Uh,
3: but But, but yeah.
1: We've we do, been doing the podcast and the website, and that's pretty much just me and Nick. You know, and we have help Patrick writes for us for the website. Uh, you met him at, uh, at the festival, Patrick. He lives over there in
2: uh, in Oakland. And, with Patrick? Oh, okay, he's the one that you never met in person before.
1: Right, yeah. I'd only met him through through the internet, and, like, he had been writing for us some on, on Void Video, helping us with, like, festival reviews and stuff. And then, so, off was the first time awesome. I actually got to meet him in person, which was cool.
2: Okay, let me uh, give everybody a little bit of context on Patrick. Um, He was a quieter dude. He he seemed to be there alone, which is totally fine. I know a lot of found footage fans are all introverted. Patrick uh, also became known as um, the guy who won the difficult trivia for the uh, Koji Koji. Shirashi. Yeah, now Sam, uh, who is a contributor to UF, and, you know, uh, we love him here. He's been on the show before. He had a lot of extremely nerdy questions that he almost wanted to put out. There was a bit yeah. like nobody's going to get this. So we're just like, fine, do it. But you have to have a backup like like uh, Good Vibrations donated a bag of goodies to us to give away. And we're like, we have to give these away. Is that a dildo company? It, it is a dildo company. In fact, Sick. there was a dildo. I think it was a what do they call it, a bunny when there's like another knob on there.
1: Yeah, it was a double. Yeah. Pronged device. A shocker? Uh,
2: it, yeah, it was something. It had a little extra doodad on there. Two in the pink, one in the sting. I don't think that's what it's for. I uh, we can ex- this is for the other podcast we do. It was
1: it was only two-pronged. I don't think there was a third prong. Oh boom. <laughs> well, here's the thing.
2: So there was a little pink uh vibrating doodad. Uh there was a gift card, and I think there was some spray on lube. And uh, Little Pink Doodad. <laughs> Sam threw out a question as a bit. And uh dude answered it immediately. And uh, that was Patrick.
1: <laughs> yeah. We just, we, we, we watched all those movies together, man. Like with it within the past six months, the entire series that he asked the question about, like we, we hang out sometimes in the void video discord and, and watch uh, stuff together and, and do like little watch parties. And we had done the entire Sin series. Cause we found the fan translations on the internet. Cause you know, those don't have like a, actual hey, english okay
2: what, what is episode so. one of that called
1: um it's the slip-mouthed woman Cat okay thank mouth.
2: you now you're gonna you're gonna help the show out right now because <laughs> thomas does the tbr report with me um so i uh enlisted tom to be our our global adventurer to go all over the planet and bring me found footage films to watch and review uh, okay. because i like you uh I give my real star rating to everything on as I am the god of cinema. And I, you know, I give my very highbrow taste in return. And he sent a very long email that I, I unfortunately showed Clark before and he went, Yeah, I'm not reading that. So long. <laughs> but it was um it was about this show. And he told oh, okay. I, now I think there was a miscommunication, but on this podcast, I mentioned that Tom had personally translated. These episodes, because that's what I thought had happened.
1: Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: How do did you think
2: he, he did that? I thought I read that somewhere. But here's the thing. So Tom sent me every every episode in a file. And he said, hey, dude, don't put these on the internet. Like, I don't know where he got them. Everything's very shady. He probably pried them out of a dead corpse's hand. and A dead corpse, yeah. A dead corpse, I'm assuming yeah.
1: he got them from the, the sheer cord. Which oh, that is was, like that was a little redundant, I understand.
2: The Paul Scheer Court? Well, here's the thing. like <laughs> there,
1: Yeah, there's like that whole Koji underground community, you know, this Discord. That's where I got
2: them. From. All right. Now, Evan, be careful because Clark is deathly afraid of Discord. Correct. So uh to him, Discord is akin to the dark web. <laughs> yeah, it's CP town. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, you know, you're not totally wrong because James Dobbin Jones did say that he got a lot of the footage for Charlotte Net from Discord's. Are you yeah. did you watch you watch Charlotte's Net?
1: I did, yeah, but I saw I only saw the the edited cut that you guys showed. So All right, you
2: ready for another watch party?
1: I mean, yeah. Let's descend <laughs> <let's laughs> into darkness this year. This is going to be maybe this is the upgrade,
2: you know. No, don't worry. Um <laughs> it's when, not. When you when you join <laughs> when you join our Dead by Daylight group with the uh, the East Bay cinematographer, Josadi Perkins, <laughs> I'll bring him into the Charlotte's Net screening party. And uh, he'll deflate the movie for you because okay. I watched it with him. I watched it with him and a couple of dudes who were like, come on, man. I'm not scared. And I'm like, dude, it's not that kind of movie. Also, yeah. there's nothing cool about being able to watch like real death. Yeah. Uh, although I do. I am impressed that Oksana <laughs> covered that movie up frame by frame. <laughs> I'm glad that you're impressed by it um, dude, because others would be terrified. Evan, you know, <laughs> I, I'm learning more about editing. And I don't think she knew how to do the animated, like uh what do they call it? When you pick keyframes and you you pick right. two points for something to move. She didn't know how to do that. So basically, I think she was pasting an image in each frame over incredible. like incredible. Over horrific. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. So just she you had know. to
1: stare at that shit for countless hours. That <laughs> is crazy. Evan,
2: here's the thing. I watched it and I, I was wearing this long sleeve right now Pieces And yes. I went up and in my in my room We have these horrible Like full mirror uh, closet doors In all the rooms in this goddamn house And I stood in mine and I was just like Why am I a horror fan? And I had this deep like reflective Like what am I doing here? And um, it didn't face her <laughs> It didn't face her at all so, again, that's what happens when you're part Ukrainian and Russian. I love it. Um, yeah, because she edited that movie like it was 1927. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I will watch it with Jasadi, who, when I was, when when, <laughs> when I screened it at my house, uh, every time some gore appeared on screen, he went, oh, I've seen this. And I was like, what? <laughs> that is the weirdest reaction. <laughs> like, not like, oh, fuck, or like, oh, or, or, or I'm not scared. He just was like, oh, I've seen this already. Like it was almost like we were doing like a trailer montage and he's Damn. like, oh, I know that one and he was just completely <laughs> bored well look i I don't
0: mean to continue my diuretic shit parade on this movie, but how could he not because he 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 sees that he doesn't see it as a film. he sees it as what it is
2: no. The thing is, if you'd watched it, you would know that it's a film that has like, again, we don't have to read that They got the interstitials. Thing. Great. They no, got no, a little it, interconnected story. No, no. It, it's a story where, you know, you sub out the the effects for like just clips that kind of tie in aesthetically. So the, the thing was, it's like the movie kind of fell on blind eyes and he was only there for the gore, which there is a community of. And I think Evan is more yeah, aware than any of us. Which is why this
0: movie was made.
2: Well, it's funny because I was talking to James and he was like, yeah, I'm going to do a feature. And uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to do the same territory because I'm tired of being called an edge lord." <laughs> and I'm like, well, dude, what do you want? Yeah. Like you made the movie you made.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. But we'll watch it with just and You'll be fine, dude. He really takes all of the like pain out of it by just being obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fuck. OK, I don't know. So, dude, I don't. OK, so. I know we're running out of time here. Are we kind of Clark likes to he's got a you clock cut on his wrist
1: because I'm I I'll, I'll talk for three more hours. I
0: don't
2: Well, know. Evan, unfortunately, <laughs> this is
0: not uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> despite Russell's
2: I know nightly wish. <laughs> I know. And, you know, we really we got it. Here's the thing. We can have you back on whenever. Or you can invite us on and we can ruin your show. We're we're very good at that. But um, talk about the magazine a little bit. I've I've teased footage fiends on here, but um, you did it. A thing that a lot of us have talked about where you made a a magazine completely devoted to in-world camera. And you got a lot of video game coverage in there. So yeah, how'd that get going?
1: So it was a, the whole idea was like a late night discord conversation between some friends and I I was like, I want to do something with my, with my art. That's like, I don't know, that's, that's more involved with something that I love, like found footage or something. and Somehow I forget exactly. It was a very quick conversation. Somehow we quickly got to the idea of what if you did a, a zine, like an old school 90s style, like zine that you, you know made all about found footage. And I was like, that's cool. And I thought on it and I was like, but I would like to, to modernize it a bit, you know? Uh, and so I did modernize the look a little bit, but I kept the black and white, you know, aesthetic much to, to Russell's dismay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to, color? to keep the, to keep the like vintage, you know, like photocopied look mm-hmm. was what we were trying to, to emulate there, but I wanted it to look, a little better, too, than, like, something that was photocopied. So uh, I just tried to emulate that look a bit with, like, some ripped paper designs and things like that, you know? Yeah, he
2: did, he, they made a zine, and I wanted a robust, like, very proud magazine that was just, like, you know... Well, because, Evan, he's a metalhead, so
0: it's, you know, he cares about the production. He cares about the panache.
2: Yeah, he he wants
1: the, he wants the presentation there, the full... Full spectrum said,
0: Look at that you know? shirt he's wearing. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's Come right. on. I, know, I have. A, I literally have a gray and white and black shirt on. Oh, so, there we you go. Uh,
0: you,
1: I'm wearing a hundred dollar hoodie.
2: <laughs> cool, humble brag, dude. What do you want to do? <laughs> you sell your soul. I know. You look great in Lululemon, by the way.
1: <laughs> You're not far off. But yeah, and I, I. So I was like, I need. Like you said earlier, I guess that. I think the word Madeline used was was I'm a doer, which I like that word, because uh, I I had this idea and then like
0: you know that means later, she looks down <laughs> on you,
1: right? <laughs> Does it? I don't know. I hope not. Oh, that, that's just
0: that's Long Island talk.
1: <laughs> uh, and so I I had I hit Madeline up because I was like I feel like she would be a great person to. approach about this she had a lot of experience with like doing magazine type work and things and stuff like that and i was like she's way keyed into found footage so she'll understand the idea i want to explain it to her she'll be like she'll get it you know and uh and she was like all about it she was like this is cool i've always kind of wanted to do something like this anyway let's fucking do it so within like another month we had like pitches and stuff and we were making the fucking thing and then that was late last year and then we kind of uh we we finished everything, got all the articles done, I did all the layouts, and then we got busy with Fest stuff, so we kinda sidebarred it for a little and changed it to a quarter one release, and then now the first issue's out. And you can you can you can get the thing at patreon.com slash footage footage fiends. Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and it turned job, out really dude. well, I think. The, you know, it's kinda fucked up. I was asking Oksana last night where our copy of it went, because I bought oh, one no. at the fest. And then oh, the thing is, you know, when we got out of the four star late on Sunday night, we did it quickly so we could get over to the to Trader Sam's and drink with um, with Dutch. Yeah. And uh, everything is just packed randomly. So I have no idea where it was, but I've been <laughs> like, I've been dying to dig through it. The thing is, <coughs> you know, normally when you grab a magazine, you flip through it and then you you're done with it, period. Um, and a lot of the time now with magazines, dude. There's not a lot of meat on the bone and yeah. your shit. It was dense, dude. You had like a lot of how many words were in there? Did you do like a word count?
1: We didn't do a word count. But there's 40 pages in it. Uh, and and there's like six different. Uh, I think we had six different writers in this ish, issue. So, you know, those 40 pages were split between six people. So there's some there's some girth to some of those articles, you know,
2: do um, you. Yeah, there's no <laughs> fluff either. W- was it you? I don't think it was you. When you were over here did I show you a new magazine that I bought off of Instagram and complain to you about it?
1: <laughs> Maybe, I don't think so though.
2: I, I you know what? So. I think it was Uncle Frank. He video called me from Germany. Uh, shout out to Ilan Sheedy. I love you dude. He uh <laughs> he did our poster art for the Four Star in the Balboa like double Yeah, it's him. Yeah, it looks rad. Uh, there's this magazine and I'm not going to put their name out there, but I bought it and they did the you know, hard spine full magazine look, fantastic cover. And then when you get in there, I thought it was going to be like a horror short story collection. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'd I'd love that. I want to read some, some weird writing from the internet. There are two short stories and two art galleries in there. Now again, art gallery means they took like Skinner art, like one picture and turned it into a full page. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is the point of that? I mean, I follow yeah, him on got, Instagram like,
1: content <laughs> on these pages, you know, like there's full, like a lot of writing and pictures and I've got like QR codes in there that you can scan and go to online content with it. So there's like some transmedia stuff going on and, uh, and it, we really tried to make it to not content that would age necessarily. So yeah. like, yep. It's not. It's not timely stuff. That's like gonna. You won't care about in two years. You know. It's. It's all stuff that's like essays, opinion pieces, deep dives, lists, things like that. That that will still be relevant. You know, as time goes on. So we've tried to make something a little more timeless in terms. Yeah, of that
2: that is what I would want. Like you put it on the shelf, and if you yourself are gonna write something or you know do a podcast, you could have a reference material. And dude, fantastic layouts too. You did a Thanks, great dude. job with that thing.
1: Thank you. Thank right. you. I did all the layouts and all the art myself. That's all. That's all Evan's stuff there.
0: Do
2: you know uh, why you did that, Evan? Because you're a doer. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. That's fucking right, Clark.
2: <laughs> all right, Evan. Now when are you going to start doing stuff for us? We need a new layout. Man. <laughs> we need a new website. Um, See, that's the thing is that what what
0: you've done, Evan, <laughs> is you've walked right into the mouth <laughs> of the great white shark. That's what you've done. <laughs> yeah, I'm an I've alligator. I've called myself
1: a doer in a room full of people who need shit done. <laughs> <laughs> you branded yourself. Wiser there.
2: words have never been spoken on this show. Evan, man, I love you to death, dude, and I'm so glad you flew out and you you kind of oh, jumped blindly into this mess mm-hmm. again. Um, of 24 hour, would you say you were a fan of that product?
1: Hell yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. And, right, I, and now, we, I stayed in that like after party bar, virtual bar, with you guys for like. Five that's where i met after in. it was oh, over. Yeah, yeah. That's where we actually conversed for the first time. Was in that after party bar
2: thing. Yeah, I you actually had fun <laughs> at that after party. Here, okay, that was let, fun. Yeah, let me do something. Um, I had been up <laughs> for a long I, time, long time, and I was in that. I was in that that. Uh, what the hell was that called? Like Meet Space or like? Yeah, oh, Randy, man. you were in there. Yeah, I don't remember what called, it, was it was called, but awesome. it was, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, meet Cute. Meat <laughs> Cute. Randy's favorite place on the internet. No, um, I can't remember what it was called, but Madeline used to do a lot of work with them, and they were like, during lockdown, it was supposed to be an area where you could like socialize with people and walk around. It was like blending video games. It was 8-bit like, shit. It was cool. Yeah. But I was, I was, like, my eyeballs felt like they were shrunken down into raisins. I had been looking at a computer. <laughs> I was very tired. And my memory of that gives me anxiety every time because I felt like I was being affable. I went out there and I was meeting people and we're like, we're hanging out. We just put on something. People were pumped about it. And the thing that fucking stands out to me is we were at a big table with a bunch of people. And, um, I was, uh, I was running on fumes here and I, I was talking to somebody and they, I apparently like misgendered them. And oh, no. I, I just, they're like, They corrected me in kind of like a a stern way, and I just stared (laughs) into the camera and I didn't say anything. Oh no. And I was just like, I mean, dude, okay, I'm in the Bay Area. This is a regular thing. And uh, like, but the thing was, I just like had nothing left in me to give. It was just an empty road ahead. So I, I hit an obstacle and I went, I'm not jumping over this one. And I just stared into the camera. And then I think it was like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> it's like, and, and it sucks because that's all oh, I think about. Man. What a fucking. <laughs> I well, think that's oh. all. Dude. It, it's like. So now whenever I think of like that post of 24 hour, I just get anxiety. Because yeah. I always think about I'm always thinking about that person. I'm like, I wish I could just be like, hey, I'm sorry. As a really reminder, <laughs> one of one of the pillars of the festival. Yeah, I know. You can't. I couldn't. I had know nothing. who you are and who you represent. I had nothing left in me. I, you know, honestly, it might have been worse. I might have made a joke after. Of course, you did. I probably. I've did. met you before. This is what you do. <laughs> Where they're like, oh, actually, and I went, uh, it's cool. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, don't worry. You're good. <laughs> And then you, I was just you told like, them they were good? I think so. After, I don't think uh, that's how that works, man. Dude, honestly, I think her name was Devo. So
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's coming
2: full circle, dude. No wonder. Damn.
1: Yes. I had an I had a strange encounter at a twenty four hour. Uh, oh, is that
2: fire. an article in your magazine? Were you in no. a bathroom stall?
1: <laughs> this does. Yeah, maybe she listens to the show and she'll hear this. Julian Horvath is who I had my weird interaction. Oh, with the, with the I blame society. Fellow. Yeah, she definitely doesn't listen she, to the
2: show. Hey, she's got some um, powerful energy. Let's just put it that way. Yeah,
1: I. I, it's my fault. I, I, it's 100% my fault because I came into the, the this big table, perhaps the same big table that you're referring to.
2: Oh, no.
1: And it, and everybody was talking, right? And I was just kind of sitting there waiting on, like, you know, a time to speak, you know? And, like, so was she. And so I just thought it was a funny observation that the two of us were both just fucking sitting there, like, staring at the screen. Oh, no. So, I, you know, you could, like, DM people on the sidebar of the thing. And so I sent her a DM and like made a comment about how we were the only, we were just fucking sitting there, like not talking. And she didn't say anything back to the DM, but then, like a few seconds later, she walked away from the table, and I was like, "Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, she definitely thinks I'm a creepy fucking weirdo now, and I definitely ruined the possibility of any kind of friendship there."
2: Uh, (laughs) Well, you were frothing at the mouth having been bit by a rabid raccoon earlier that night.
1: So, (laughs) (laughs) so that's my funny awkward encounter from. uh, from from of 24 hours again just... we were all running on fumes by that point we were in weird headspaces, you know i thought in my mind that felt okay to,
2: to, to... <laughs> dude okay Evan, i'll tell you right now you definitely were fine but it's also fine that she just bailed whatever it's um, kind of hilarious
1: to be honest it fits the energy of her movie that i just saw oh, a few yeah. hours before that yep. so well that i was like blown away <laughs> yeah. by it it really
2: well, dude all right i promise you this is it uh Just on the topic of the uh, writer-director of um, I Blame Society. Mm -hmm. Uh, We mentioned earlier that uh, Vernon Herman Salinger appeared on Microdose, uh, our buddy's show. Well, he also booked her on the show. And um, one day I was smoking weed with him outside of a theater. And actually, no, I think he gave me a powerful gummy. That motherfucker, he's a little drugged. He's got a jacket with a bunch of pockets on the inside. and You know, it's like a take your pick kind of thing. He always has a silent J. Also, who he did not appear. Oh,
1: God, no. Does he have a friend (laughs) named Bob? I fucking hope he does. I hope it's silent J and Bob.
2: He didn't show up to us at all this year. uh, We're going to have that talk. All right. You know who I'm talking to right now. Anyway, he had her on. And um, he was just like... (coughs) Hey, talk about a weird energy. And he uh, he talked about heavily editing the show because she was giving him nothing. So I've never gone back and listened to it, but again, here, another <laughs> plug for Microdose. Go check out our buddy uh, Kush's show where he had Julian Horvatz on because I heard it's a good one. <laughs> Very similar oh, to Evan's encounter. <laughs> I, yeah, so... I mean, I t-
1: like I said, I take full responsibility for that encounter because maybe I shouldn't have, you know, sent that message. But it just was I thought it was a funny observation. I wasn't trying to be like creepy. And, you know, I just thought it was hilarious that both of us were sitting there like awkward as fuck, you know, like while people were talking.
2: Um, no, for sure. And again, <laughs> we had her on the show and she was lovely. Yes.
0: But I mean, you know, again,
2: you watch that movie. Yeah, dude, she's got an intensity about her. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, why that movie is uh, fucking good. exactly. That
1: movie's great. I love Actually, it. Actually,
2: I think that's the most liked review I have on Letterboxd, to tie it back to nice. that. Nice. I believe I give it five stars, and then I just put, <laughs> uh, I blame society, greater than symbol, a promising young woman.
1: Yes. You yeah. did. I've seen that review. You did.
0: Oh, you
2: it's did. very popular. I <laughs> believe it's on
0: Billboard. It's you did very the exact popular. <laughs> <laughs> you did the exact same thing for Space Clown.
2: Oh, did I? Space Clown over Promising Young Woman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> five stars they get mixed up all the time dude, I'm, if i haven't <laughs> done that i'm going to do that i'm here to help
0: thanks evan this was a pleasure dude
1: clark it was an absolute pleasure i appreciate you guys having me on uh and i will come hang out with you guys anytime man anytime I won't hang out with Clark in person because he's never there. But I'll hang out with you like <laughs> this, fair. you know, anytime.
0: <laughs> Yo, you you make all the arrangements with the booker over there, and uh, I'll, I'll see if I can fit it into my schedule.
1: Okay. All right. I know you're a busy fellow. Clark.
2: You've got a lot of things going, you know?
3: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of The Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts,